Welcome to your weekly sober analysis of past and present leadership failures and successes, all taken direct from the headlines and all in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Hassan Sorrells, and welcome to Leader Buzz. This is an oldie but a goodie from back in 2016. I observed, quote, business students, modern day communication savvy native users of the information superhighway we've all built for the last 30 or so years can save the world. The unfortunate thing is that somewhere along the way to cashing out in a cushy consulting position or to advancing in organizations by whose culture they are troubled, someone forgot to let them in on the world saving news. This is not unusual. Partially, it's due to the echo chamber of higher education, the faculty who teach from a worldview and frame set on preserving the world they teach in, and a corporate world still focused, despite all evidence of disruption to the contrary, on achieving cookie-cutter command and control outcomes on a quarterly basis. There are, of course, a range of types and varieties of business students, from undergraduate business majors, dutifully studying their work at second, third, and fourth tier institutions, all the way to community and junior college students, older than average, who return to business programs to either run a small business better or just to provide for their families. Finally, there are the top-tier classic business school students from elite institutions who are studying to become the next masters of the universe or to join Forbes magazine's 30 under 30 list. These are the people that we traditionally think of as dominating the salaries and cultures of corporations and organizations where MBAs are hired or heading to prison for some financial crime by the time they're 40. Except, at all levels, the work that matters is shifting away from what a human being used to do well toward what an algorithm, large language or otherwise, can do even better. Accounting, spreadsheet analysis, financial reporting, supply chain management, and on and on really matter less and less as topical areas of focus and interest and study in a world where information is changing hands faster than the left to right swiping motion on a smartphone screen or faster than you can get a prompt into chat GPT, whatever number they're up to now. The work that does matter in organizations to individuals and the work that is going to reshape the global paradigm for the next 50 years doesn't show up on spreadsheets and isn't open to traditional economic analysis. And it never really was, but industrialists of the past century who built the old paradigms and are moribund before our very eyes still want MBAs and anyone in a business program of any kind to continue to believe otherwise. Philosophically, there must be a change, and practically, of course, in how we teach bright, young, ambitious people at all levels, from community college programs to the Ivy League, to succeed with outcomes that will be measurable, not in terms of dollars and cents, though that is important and that will come, but in terms of people, connection, and the continuing malleability of human nature. But underneath that paradigm, what exactly would a two-year immersive MBA experience look like, Hassan? Well, here's a rough idea of how practically an MBA program would look when focused on getting bright, ambitious, internet-native students to develop and nurture the kind of work that will grow organizations for the challenges of the 21st century. Year one, semester one. Ethics, sustainability, conflict and dispute resolution skills, failure, success, and resilience. 
Semester 2, People Management, The Psychology of Supervision, Storytelling and Persuasion, and Listening. Capstone Project, peer-reviewed and focused on building a functioning business in the real world. Year 2, Semester 1, Finance, Accounting, Supply Chain, Analysis. Semester 2, Persuasive Writing, Digital Virtual Leadership, Organizational Culture, and Restorative Justice. Capstone Project for Year 2. Go and turn your peer-reviewed project from the first semester into an actual functioning business. And after all of this, there must be, of course, a follow-up. But not in the traditional sense of, did you get a job, and how much does it pay, which is what all those career readiness offices and all those MBA programs are focused on, which are questions that really only, of course, interest the federal student loan origin originators. Instead, follow-up with these students would be focused on the only metrics and tracking the only metrics that really matter. Failure, success, long-term growth, and connection. Here are a few questions that those career readiness and federal student loan originators could ask. Did you fail in five to seven years after the program? Did you succeed in five to seven years after the program? What quote-unquote dent, if any, did you make in the quote-unquote universe? Or who are you helping might be better. And that's really it. With such a program, the MBAs we are turning out from all institutions would be prepared to save the world from the current troubles and hypocrisies that have caused many corporations to collapse under the inability to change for the future that is coming and the one that is here right now. Close quote. Like I said, it's an oldie but a goodie from 2016. And well, <laughs> that's it for me.